0: she is willing to do it I was going to record this podcast by
1: myself but then Sarah told me she was willing to do it I feel like you said, I didn't feel like a choice <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, it's time for another episode of
1: Call Rob Out on His
0: Bullshit
1: Bullshit Lot of energy right now. Was it that breakfast sandwich that I made for you?
0: That breakfast sandwich was a killer. Did you want to? You're smiling like you want to describe it. Your your work of art.
1: No, I just wanted some. I just wanted some credit. No,
0: describe it. Uh,
1: No. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Toasted sourdough, Gouda cheese, mashed avocado, mashed bacon bacon and fried eggs and pickled red onions.
0: One of my favorite things about doing this podcast every day one of my favorite things is that it is turning into a conversation with my friends that are listening to it to the point where i am i just crave dude okay here's the deal I, when i used to blog back in the day when i first started writing, writing my de- ideas out and it's more of a just like i would share it a little bit but i looking back at some of the things that i wrote there's so much bullshit. In there, Like I look back and I go, no, this is completely wrong. I totally disagree with this. Doing this podcast is the same thing. Often I have to think out loud. I have to hear myself say things to realize or present things in a way to realize like, oh, actually, no, I, I think of it. I think of it totally different today than I did yesterday. So something I am have to work on. Or maybe it's a good thing. What I uh, may, I just, I'm wondering how many of these episodes are going to be. Here's a thought. And then the next day is actually that thought yesterday. I totally disagree with it. Something else has been brought to my attention. Here's what I think about it. I, think that's fine. I know it's, it's really fun. So, Seriously, if you're listening to this podcast this year, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Maybe this is the best way. Send me a direct message on Instagram. That way I'll for sure see it. I'm at the Rob Morgan on Instagram. I would love for you to fill me in when you think I'm full of crap. Here's the deal with yesterday. I still stand by most of it, but the whole, yesterday's episode, I was sharing a thought by a producer named Rick Beato, and his whole thing was talking about how he got a bunch of statistics in this year about the, like the billboard top 100 songs. And here's where music like the, here's where music is going. These are, this is what's popular. These are the trends. And I presented it. I, I love it. Cause that's, you can't argue with that. The problem is I presented it in a way that was like, here's the predictions for music in 2024, which is, which is fine. Except for I got together last night, I was was, was praying, I was doing my prayer session in Red Wing, no, I was playing in Red Wing, Minnesota with Fathom Lane. And I was having a conversation with my buddies Matt Patrick and Alex Young, and Matt said, well... Well, those statistics are really interesting, but as a producer, engineer, songwriter, this guy is constantly not just recording a bunch of artists and himself and the band he works with. He is—he's. Anytime you work with him, he's like a mentor and like an artistic mentor. In it, he says, "Well, I guess it just depends what you're going for. Like, if those those statistics are in, just they can be blanket interesting for the the top 100 charts or." If you're a musician or artist that gives a crap about like wanting to like maybe make your stuff sound like it has a chance on these charts or stick with the trends, then I guess you can carve what you're making around that. But then he goes but that's not the music i am a part of these statistics of oh man okay now the trendy thing is songs need to be under this amount of time or they should be they're going to be using music's going to sound like this and it's going to be using these instruments or these styles he's like no for me and the people i work with it's about diving in and asking yourself what do you have to say how are you going how, what's your creative expression with all of this and i i really connect with that because for me, like, everybody wants to... Everybody wants their art and what they do to be embraced by as many people as possible, I feel like. If someone says...
1: Or do they want it to be embraced by the right people? Enough of the right people, whatever enough is. Yeah,
0: whatever... Yeah, well, see... I don't think
1: everybody wants to be as big as Taylor Swift. That's not, like, the benchmark of Absolutely. success. Absolutely. That sounds terrible.
0: Yeah.
1: But to be the right thing for the right people and enough of them.
0: Yes. Oh man. The two reasons I love what you said right there is one, Matt and I actually end up talking about that and where we're at in life in our artistic journey right now and how for, uh, for me, I'll just speak for myself right now. That the most important thing is less of these big goals, like numbers. This is what I want. I want to do this many like photo shoots or record on this many albums this year or this. No, no, for me right now, it's actually my phrase this year is every day. Like what is the artistic space that I exist in and that I am continually making and bringing to life? Like, the, what people, what the photos that get the majority of likes that are, the would say, like, the Instagram's Billboard Top 100 photos, I do not give a single shit. In fact, I'm actually not attracted to those photos right now. They don't move me. They're not interesting to me. Yeah. Same with the music. The, mo- the majority of Billboard Top 100 songs, I just, I don't find interesting or moving to me personally.
1: But do, like, mass consumers... Like it? Like, why did it become so popular? That's a larger question, but.
0: Absolutely. We should, that'd be an interesting thing to dive into. Like the mass, but that's the thing, too. If you are,
1: I don't know. Or is the music industry telling consumers what they should like versus the consumers are responding and something is organically growing into? That is the question.
0: People do not realize how much work goes into creating a song. That becomes like a billboard top 100 like getting that critical stuff like whether it's the a shitload of money that's put into the promotion of it right now and the public publicity or the intentionality behind trying to craft that thing that will just a- a be like v- enough for everybody there are outliers but there is a ton of focus and attention yeah. to those songs that go into that but, but for me that search isn't that that's not a life i'm interested yeah. in in any way, since this is the call Rob out on his bullshit episode. The other thing that this I wanted to kind of transition into is my other bullshit thought back in the day of I used to have this period in my life where I was like, numbers don't matter. Like whether it is specifically when it, for playing live shows. Now, whoever, however many people come to your show It shouldn't matter. That shouldn't impact how you play or the energy you give. You should still play like to the top of your ability, no matter how many people are there at the show. And I feel like that coincides a lot with this thought with the numbers of a popular hit tune it'd be really easy for me to go, oh man, numbers don't matter. It doesn't matter how many people listen to this or download your album. Like everybody, it does matter. It matters to people's lives. You gotta find that balance. And I was reminded of that last night with live shows. Last year, same band. I played the same music festival and we were put on the worst spot and the worst location for that music festival. We were on the outskirts of it at a weird time when there were multiple other bands in the same genre playing. So they were, they were, far less people at our show outside of our control and the energy that that show had versus the energy of a more packed room of last night. It's totally like, it's a synergistic back and forth. Like we, like we felt you fuel off the energy of the room and the people playing, the people going there. And so Oh, I, I'm not diving into it more than just like the numbers. I don't want to have like my own bullshit of saying, oh, the numbers don't matter. It's just what you expect. No, there's got to be a give and take. And there is a synergy.
1: That's maybe not specific to you, but certainly most common in anything that's artistic. Like so much of art is, is you, the artist, in this piece, painting, music, writing, whatever. But there also is this synergy with, the people who are engaging with your art like it's just a part of what art is when it's at its best i think
0: yeah i totally agree i'm i feel myself currently in the dichotomy of two things on uh, okay let's take this podcast for example on one hand i d- don't want to I don't want to even be bullshitting myself and be saying things like, "Oh, it doesn't matter." However, it doesn't matter how many people are listening to this podcast. It's all about the journey, and it's all about me expressing myself. And the the, the right people will get it, and that doesn't matter how few of those right people there are. No, like it that shit matters. The numbers matter, uh, and I need to put and need to be. I need to be making sure I'm putting in the work. To on that side of things, I think this thing has, is a value that I'm putting into the world, whether it's the photography, music, podcast, whatever it is, all the, all the things I'm doing. And the, and mainly, even just like purely for this, the interaction that I've gotten, the feedback, the fuel, just like a show, the, inter, the feedback from friends I've been getting lately has been so rewarding in sharing th- where they're at and it's like playing a live show there's a give and take of the energies right there and it's been fueling me but then on the other hand i find myself also i'm i'm not interested in looking, I have zero interest in freaking looking at all, like, what are the top 100 podcasts, and what can I learn from them, and how can I be, like, how can I model this around them, like, no, no, this is what I'm doing here is completely unique to me, if there is influences, if there are similarities with other ones, so be it, but the thing I have to offer to the world, my only job right now, today, every day, is to Position myself in a place where I'm open to my own creativity, my own cur- tapping into my own curiosity and asking myself, what do I, what is within me that needs to be given voice to? And how can I do that in a way that is completely fearless and unapologetic mm. and completely myself? Because that shit is the only thing that's within my control.
1: Yeah, I mean, that makes me think of in what I do in recruiting and my boss is always telling me like there are metrics for everything but there's only a small portion that you can control and those are your outputs your activities that you're engaging with people you're reaching out to people I can't really control whether those people get jobs um, and me getting placements but I can control the amount of people I reach out to the ways I do it so dude and that is crazy. The amount of, the amount of
0: friends I've been having. The, the gen, I've talked about this so much on the podcast, but there's so many friends trying to figure out the next step with music. What do I look like? Do I continue doing this? Or not even just music, just artistically. There's an episode I recorded here on the podcast that you might want to check out called It's Not Your Fault. Or It Might Not Be Your Fault. Because there's I think as artists, we are... I often do I often do have a hard time acknowledging that there are so many other factors at play, just like the Billboard Top 100. If you think musically, like the best songs, the most creative, authentic, well-structured songs are on Billboard Top 100. No, there's so many other things at play right now happening in the world. So you got to give yourself a freaking break and focus on what's within your control right now, this week. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Before you go, if you want to stick around, here's a song from last night's show with Fathom Lane down in Red Wing, Minnesota. The song is called Lookout. And this isn't a professional board mix. This is just a stereo room microphone in the very back of the room. Still, I'm glad I captured it because man, I love playing with these guys.